Bruchim Hamazinim. We're going to be learning in Yitzhak Hashem as Korvosh Nas Hasheva, the seventh year Shemitah, is coming. We're going to be learning a parsha that's relevant even to us Bnei Chutzlart. And it's relevant according to at least some opinions before Shemitah, certainly during Shemitah. And this is the sugya of Prusbal. What's interesting is, is that the idea of Prusbal is part of a parsha which is not part of the essential dinim of Shemitah as discussed in Pasha's Bahar, which is where most of the details of Shemitah, farming the land, working, how to use the produce of the land, and so on. This is a parsha that's written totally separate in Sefer Dvor. The, the only source of the halacha of what we call Shemitah's Ksofim is only in Pasha's Re'eperik Tezvav. Let's learn the psukim inside, and we'll see the context of how the Torah puts these psukim will give us insight into the structure and design of these halachas. Mikhez Sheva Shonim Ta'aseh Shemitah. The end of seven years, you shall do a... The word Shemitah literally means an abandonment. What are you abandoning? Let's see. V'zed Dvar HaShemitah. This, this is the idea of what's supposed to be done. Shomoit Kolbal Mashe Yodoy. Should walk away, should abandon any that you have, that you have any debt that somebody owes you. This is a Shemitah, this is a, you're letting go of something. The same way you can let go of the land, like the Pasuk says in Parshas, Mishpotim, Vinotashto, you should let go of your ownership, relinquish your hold on the land, relinquish your hold on money that's owed to you. Es here the Torah says something else. A guy you should collect from. But a choy that's owed to you by a fellow Jew, you should let go of. And here the Torah goes further afield. Besides for the halach of Shemitah's Ksofen, of letting go of choyvis, the Torah gives a perspective over here that when we're talking about the fact that you have money that you lent to somebody, that was money that you had extra that you lent to somebody, if you didn't have it, you wouldn't have been able to lend it. And by the way, there's no chiyuv to lend money that you don't have. If you lent it, it's because it was extra, and you were able to give it at least then to somebody else. That concept is intrinsically related to what a person has oblig- to obligate him when he has extra money. That's the mitzvah of tzedakah. In that context, let's read the psukhim, a few psukhim later in Pasuk Zayin. When there are amongst you people that are in want, there are fellow Jews that do have needs that can't be met. Don't harden your heart. Don't be tight-fisted. This is the basic love of a person not opening up his hand and his heart to fellow Jews in need of being a miser and not giving tzedakah. This is the golden rule of Hilchus Sadaka that a Jew has to be provided in his time of need, with his needs, what's missing for him. Listen to what the Torah says then. Don't do something which means that you're totally not uh, part of this message of Sadaka of Chesed. 
Lema, what are you going to say to yourself? Or what can the Eitzahara cause you to say to yourself? The seventh year is coming, which is where we are now. You're going to have a, 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 a you're going to have a tight, a, a, a bad, a negative way of looking at somebody who's asking. Because bounty, Shefa comes from that. There'll never be a time that there aren't people in need. Now this is not only an inspiring message, and this is not only an economic way of looking at the world that the Rebbein gives there, the haves and the have-nots. The Rebbein gives the haves specifically to provide for the have-nots. We believe that the Rebbein gives people economic success because he's giving them achrayis, he trusts them to be able to own up to their responsibility for others. That's the blessing of capitalism. But besides for the inspiration, we have over here also a hagdorah to a halacha. That the Torah gives us the halacha of Shemitah's Ksofim, letting go of chayvis. You gave the guy the money three years ago, you didn't collect it. Shemitah comes now, let go of it. You had the money, you gave it to him, let it go. Shemitah's coming, don't hold on to your money, don't be tight-fisted. It's all the same idea. So if not letting go of chayvis would actually cause a downgrade in the performance of mitzvah tzedakah, then Chazal had to step in. That's the basis for Takonas Prusbal. We'll read in this context also the Sefer Achinu Chemitzvah Tofayin Zayin. Kvar Kosafti Bekesev Talbo B'Mitzvah Shviyas Haseh Ruviyah B'Sim Samachtes. Mashiodati B'Sherish HaMitzvah The essence of Mitzvah Shmitis Ksofim. Shmitis Ksofim Gamken Acha Oisetam Nimshach Lulamid Nafshenu To teach us, to ingrain in ourselves. To teach us the ability to share, to give, to be a giving person, and to be somebody with an ayin toiv. There's two sides of the same coin. One is the midah of nedivus, the other side of that very same coin is trusting that all comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We will be fitting, we'll be able, if we're givers, then we can receive from the ultimate givers. If we're selfless, if we care for others, then we can be cared for by the ultimate carer, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The other side of this, is this is the, uh, 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 a literally offense that guards a person every midah of chemdas moment takes a person away from a Kaddish Baruch takes away a person away from a moral lifestyle I'm able to let go of money that was fairly earned hard work earned me that money, but since I had it extra, I lent it to somebody, I said, let it go, let it go. Don't hold on to it. Don't be tight-fisted about it. So the Chinuch sees over here that the Midas of Tzedakah, generosity, good-spiritness, 
taking care of others, achrayis for others, goes together with Shemitah's Ksofen. Let's take this a step further. The Ramban in Pasuk Gimel, in the Psukim that we read in Pashas Re'i, Perik Tezvov, brings on the Pasuk that we read as Hanochri Tigois. The Torah is telling us, don't collect a Choy from a fellow Jew, collect it from a Goy. The Ramban says, quotes from Rashi, Zum Mitzvah Saseh. The Sifri says there's a mitzvah to collect choiv from a goy. That's a little bit strange. The mitzvah to collect the choiv. There's a mitzvah to let go of choiv from yid. And I understand maybe you have to go the extra mile for a yid. But there's a mitzvah to say to, to go collect aggressively from a goy. Upirusha the Ramban says, mitzvah That's a mitzvah to say. The way he brings it, this is all an assay with a loisa on collecting from a Jew. The Rabban also brings the same idea. Collect ribis, lend at interest to a goy, is a mitzvah. So here the Ramban says, Not that there's a mitzvah to lend with ribbons. So the way the Ramban is having it is that there's no mitzvah say to collect from a goy. This is just the flip side. The Torah says there's a love of charging ribbons, charging interest to a yid. There's a love of collecting a goy after Shemitah. So there's also an assay, the way the Torah couches that is by saying that by a goy there's no iser. By no you, a goy you can collect. By a goy you can charge interest. Just a way of adding an extra level of iser to collecting from a yid. And then the Ramban quotes by Rav Rav Moshe, this is the Rambam Hilchus Mil Voloi, Mitzvah Mamish. Mamish The Mitzvah to collect aggressively chayvis from a goy and to lend him beribis. He says, that's not the pshat. The Rambam counts it as a separate mitzvah say. And the Rambam goes on to quote examples of where something is worded in the Torah as a, an assay, but it doesn't really mean it's a separate mitzvah. What you have to say, by the way, in the Rambam, what would be the intent that there's a mitzvah say to charge a guy ribis? The point is, is that the Torah wants us to learn achrayis, responsibility and caring for others. The Torah's field of responsibility is caring for another Yid, of taking care of another Yid, of taking achrayis for another Yid. That said, the Torah wants to highlight our responsibility to our fellow Jews. The Torah tells us when you charge a guy ribis, and the next week a Yid wants to borrow money, and you don't charge him ribis, the charging the guy ribis highlights the difference in level of responsibility and the divas that you have for a year as opposed to a guy. So the context of it says to highlight that level of achva and responsibility that one has for a fellow yid. Does that mean that a person who borrowed money shouldn't feel obligated to return money? A person shouldn't live up to his personal commitment to pay back a chayv? Let's learn the next maramokim. This is a sif in Shulchan Aruch, the simon that deals with uh, the halachas of Shemitah's Ksofim and Prusbol is in Hilchis 
Halva, in the first Chelech of Chayish Mishpat, Sim Samach Zayin, and there's a Sif in Shulchan Aruch, which is based on uh, Gemara in the Sugi of Shemitah Sofim and Gitten Daf Lamed Vav, this is in Sif Lamed Vav, and the Shulchan Aruch clearly brings the Gemara that a person who borrowed money, even if Shviyas was Mishamed that Choyv, he certainly has a moral obligation to pay up that Choyv. Let's read. Somebody returned the choiv after shviyas, and betzim he didn't have to return that choiv. The malva is mechuyiv to go through the process of telling him mishamatani. I'm I abandoned that choiv. You don't have to pay me. As far as I'm concerned, I'm walking away from the choiv, which fits with everything we said before. Oh Maloi, here's the lawyer talking, living up to his responsibility. Afal came, despite the fact that I don't have to, Ritzoy Nishit to Kabul, you Kabul Menu, he should take it from him. You shouldn't say I'm paying it up because I'm a Chuyiv to pay a debt. Ali Yemele Shalihem Bimatona. Ani Noisen Lacho, Hixel Lachoiv, Veloya Malokain. If he wants to return it, but he didn't go through the whole, maybe the person's not educated. So he has to explain it to him. No, really, I let you go. You don't have to. No, no, no. I want to give it to you. It's the right thing to do. I want to pay you back. He shouldn't take it from him as a Puroin Choiv. Because again, he's not supposed to be collecting the Choiv. He's supposed to be paying. In fact, the, uh, the Mishnah in Shviz tells us that a person who pays a choiv, in so far as the loiv is concerned, in terms of living up to your personal responsibility, he's doing the right thing, he's doing what's expected morally from him.